The following is a sermon from Christ Memorial Church. We are a multi-site church in the St. Louis area. We are compelled by two words, loved and sent. We believe everyone is loved deeply by God through His Son, Jesus Christ, and everyone is sent with great purpose wherever they go. You can find out more about us at cmstl.org or reliantchurch.org. Enjoy the following sermon. I have a permit driver in my house, and um, it's going pretty well so far. She's driving on a, a road or a parking lot near you, so look out. And one thing that I've learned in this process is that you can't reach the brake pedal from the passenger seat. It just doesn't work. My leg is long, but I can't, I can't reach over and touch the brake pedal with my left leg. But she's actually doing great. She is um, responsible, conscientious, and I'm, I'm really not worried about her as a driver. One thing that we're talking about is being a distracted driver or not being one. Because I think being a distracted driver, that's one of the most dangerous things on the road today. So we've got our hands on the wheel, both hands. Our eyes are alert and looking, watchful. And there is no texting while driving. No phone checking while driving. We're not distracted, we're, we're focused as we drive. In a series called The Backwards Kingdom, we're looking at Jesus' Sermon on the Mount a kingdom that looks different than anything that we see around us. And today we come to a little section in the Sermon on the Mount where there's a trilogy of illustrations that Jesus lifts up. And in this trilogy, Jesus calls his disciples to devotion in a world of distraction. Where everybody's competing for your attention, he calls for a single-minded obedience and focus. It's a trilogy of illustrations, and the first one is a treasure. And we hear about it, verse 21, Matthew 6. If you'd read this with me. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Greek word for heart, cardia, doesn't mean the, uh, the organ in your chest or a sappy valentine. Your heart is the, it's the center of you of your being. It's, it's like a compass that orients and longs for ultimate things. And so wherever you, you set that compass, your whole life goes to that, that ultimate thing that you long for. That's the, the heart. It's the, in the center of you. And so Jesus is saying, you know, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Or you can reverse it. Wherever your heart is, that's what your treasure is. And so we can look at the things that we treasure most and we can infer that that's, our heart is set. The compass is oriented towards those things. And so Jesus is calling his disciples to an, to an ultimate treasure. The question behind the statement is, where is your heart set? What is your ultimate treasure? The second illustration in the trilogy is an eye. And Jesus says this, verse 22, if you'd read with me. The eye is the lamp of the body. Light and color comes into your eye through the retina. The information travels through the ocular nerve to your brain. It's absorbed in your mind, your heart. Your whole body then can respond to what it first sees. Jesus says the eye is really important. And what you're looking at, what you focus on, is critical because your life will respond to that. Your body will reply 
to the information it gets uh, through the eye. And so the eye is the lamp of the body. As your eyes see, so your response, your whole body goes, is Jesus' point. And so the question is, what are you looking at? What's the focus of your attention? What are you looking at most and first? The third illustration in the trilogy is a master. Verse 24, if you'd read with me. No one can serve two masters. Hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You can't worship two gods. The human heart is built uh, for ultimate allegiance to, to one final thing. Now, there are lots of things that we're devoted to in our life, maybe family, friends, a job. Uh, those are fine. Those are good things. But in the human heart, God has built us for one best thing, one ultimate thing. And idolatry is when good things try to become the best thing. And Jesus is saying there's only one, there's only one spot in the heart for an ultimate thing. And so many times we put godlike expectations on things besides God, whether it's a person, whether it's money, security, comfort, a job, a career. But there's only room for one ultimate in the human heart. Notice the words love and devotion. That's what it gets down to. What ultimately do you love? What ultimately are you devoted to? And that's the underlying question that ties the trilogy together. Behind each of these three images or illustrations is a simple question. Jesus is confronting his disciples and he's saying, What are you devoted to? Truly and ultimately. Now you're in church today, or you're watching church online today. And so you're thinking, duh, pastor, I'm devoted to God. Look, I'm here. And that's great. But I think Jesus is, is scratching the surface of something deeper. And he's poking at something even deeper. There can be a gap between what we believe and how we behave. A gap between what we say with our lips and then what we do. We can say we're devoted to something and then with our actions we do something else. We do something that might even be the antithesis of it. It's not aligned with what we, what we say or believe. And so Jesus is poking a bit. What are you devoted to? Really, what are you devoted to? And he even gives a heart diagnostic. If you want to take a test, we'll take a test right now. In this trilogy, there's a test. And you can walk through the trilogy and do an evaluation of what you are devoted to. So we'll do that. We'll go through the, this trilogy. If you want to write this down, this might be something that's worth more of your reflection than just a moment in a sermon. If you want to take a screenshot of it and look at it later today or this week, uh, because this probably deserves some time and, uh, and not just a minute in a sermon. But here's the test. Start with treasure. How you use money. 
Here's the question. If someone looked at your bank account, what would it say about you? If they don't know you at all, if they look at your finances, what would they say that you value and value most? It's treasure. It's an indicator of the heart, how you use money. Second, the eye, where your focus is. If someone looked at your calendar, what would they say about who you are? Where you spend your time and where you spend most of your time and what you do with your time, what would they, what would they say about you? Or if somebody looked at your internet browser history, that's dangerous, if they looked at your internet browser, what are you looking at on a screen and what are you looking at most on the screen, what would that say about you? What would it say about what you're paying attention to the most? Because where your eyes are focused, you know, everything else can follow. It's a test. Your eye, where is your focus? Attention. Master, who you serve. If someone looked at your behavior, your, your routines, your daily routines, especially the ones you don't even think about, your habits, what would that say about you? The daily routines that you go through, what would it say about what you value most? It's a heart diagnostic. The trilogy of treasure, I, master. We live in a distracted world. There are things competing for your, your attention and your heart. Every day, every moment. And you have a lot of things to do. And there are a lot of good things. You could make a list. You could say, I've got work and school and uh, friends and social commitments and family commitments. And I've got some errands to run. And I've got hobbies. And I need some downtime. And, 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 and. You could just fill up a piece of paper with a list. This trilogy, in this trilogy, Jesus says, I am not an and. I am all. I want your all, Jesus says. I want your heart and everything that comes with it. I am your treasure. I am the focus of your attention, of your vision. I am your gracious master who cares for you. Jesus says, I'm not just one thing among many things. I am everything. I'm not just one part among many. I'm the whole. He's not and. He's all. And in our lives, we're filled with ands. There are very few things that demand all. Jesus does. Can you imagine if, if Jesus was a distracted Savior? If Jesus said, I'll die for the sins of the world, but let me check my calendar first, see if I got some time. So I'll fit it in in all of the, the ands and the things I have to do. Or if, can you imagine if Jesus said, um, Father, um, I will do your will, 
Uh, but when I get around to it, I've got this and that and that, and this sounds like a, a kid. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it, Mom, Dad, but when, when I get around to it. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus said, I have come to seek and to save the lost. Single-minded devotion, relentless devotion, nothing in his way. Jesus said, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus said, the Son of Man must suffer, be persecuted, must be killed, and on the third day rise from the dead. It's single-minded devotion. His treasure is you. His eyes fixated on you. Scripture says that he set his face toward Jerusalem. That was his mission. He knew exactly where he had to go and what he had to do, and nothing would deter him. Your Savior is devoted to you. So that when he calls for your devotion, he's worth listening to. In the last couple months, we've been producing a resource called The Daily Pattern. It's just a short order of prayer and devotion. Because we've heard from many of our people, especially when, when time is kind of uh, upended a bit, you know, how do I pray? How do I read scripture? How do I do this daily? So we've just produced uh, every day of the week for the last, uh, oh, maybe it's 10 or 12 weeks now, The Daily Pattern. And we offer it to you just as a, as a tool to help you grow in devotion. That's what it is. It's a tool. Last week, one of our members contacted me, Nancy, and she, she went to visit her parents, uh, who are 95. And she visited them, their, their apartment. They're talking and chatting, and uh, there's a, a, a moment of downtime. She pulls out her phone to do the daily pattern. She's like, well, I got some time. She pulls it up. We have a digital version of it, she pulls it up and she looks up and she sees her parents doing their devotions. Here's a picture of her parents doing their devotions. Her parents have been married for nearly 71 years, I think, as far as I'm aware, I think in our church right now, they have the record for longest married couple in our church. That's devotion, that's faithfulness. Through a world war and through depressions and recessions and through a career and child rearing and through sickness and health, it's just devotion. And the bedrock of their life, you're looking at it right now in this picture. God's word, scripture, trust in him. Jesus is their treasure. He's the focal point of their vision. He's the gracious master that they serve with their whole life. How do you make it to 71 years? Well, standing on Jesus is a good start. It's the, the foundation, and you see it in their devotion. Senior saints are helpful for us, and they teach us about what is truly ultimate and what is truly the most important. And some of you here today are some of those senior saints. You've been through a lot. And you're at a point in your life where others of us, we can look to you 
and we can see what is truly important. In the end, the end of life, money is of little or no consequence. In the end, careers end. Hobbies come and go. At some point in your life, you start to watch your friends die, family members die, and life narrows, and you see what is truly the ultimate. Jesus Christ is your treasure. He is the focal point of your eye because his eyes are fixated on you. He is the gracious master that you serve, the master who cares for you, leads your life, who saves you. Your eyes are fixated on him. No distraction, both hands on the wheel. No texting while driving. And in a world of distraction, Jesus Christ, your master, today calls you to relentless devotion to him. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the sermon from Christ Memorial. If you happen to be in St. Louis or live in St. Louis, we would love to meet you and have you join us for worship on Sunday. We are located in South County, St. Louis at 5252 South Lindbergh. We also have a city site called Reliant that is located on the St. Louis University Medical Campus in Crave Coffee House. You can find all of our worship times and information at cmstl.org or reliantchurch.org. Hope you have a good day, and remember, you are loved by God deeply through His Son, Jesus Christ, and you are sent with great purpose wherever you go. Have a good day.